Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. This is Cinnabuds. I'm 889's Justin Barney. <laughs> I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And uh, today we are talking about the movie Driveways. Cody, don't come in here. Yes, I'm her sister. She passed away. No, I just need four days of electricity while I pack up her house. Driveways is premiering on Sofa Cinema this Friday. If you don't know what Sofa Cinema is, okay, Polly, what is it? Uh, it is Milwaukee Films' online platform to watch movies while we are all quarantined. Uh, it's the same kind of films we would be showing in the theater, but you can watch them at home during this time. So it's like it's coming to the Oriental Theater, essentially. mkefilm.org slash Sofa Cinema. So it's coming this Friday. Okay, Polly, what is Driveways about? Driveways is a very, very sweet uh, drama. just came out last year. Um, it is uh, essentially about a woman and her son who have to move away, and they move into this new neighborhood. And the young son, who's kind of lonely and concerned about living in a new place, befriends this uh, elderly man who lives next door. Yeah, it, it, it is this this mother and her son go to like clean out her sister's house who had passed away. Yeah, and uh, and just kind of like the that adjustment, kind of like the whole movie is is kind of like adjusting to this new area, to new people. It, it's got a real like understated tone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's a movie of like small victories, of like small small good things and small bad things. I kind of really like that for a movie when it like it doesn't have to be like someone. It, it there's never in this movie is it like two people screaming at each other. Yeah, <laughs> right. It does the best when it has these. It's just all performances. It's these subtle, sweet, sensitive performances tied into a an unfortunate situation it's not an it's a bit of an exceptional situation but nothing like you know war or famine it's just daily it's just the hardships of a of a general life led you know yeah um i i and it was brian dennehy's i believe it's his last feature film at least um mm -hmm. that air that came out before he passed away just a, like a month ago or earlier this month He's an amazing actor, and I think this is such a great film for to be his last performance because it was nuanced and sweet and understated, even when he's had roles where he's been real big and real, you know, mm -hmm. scary. He's like a sweet old man who, who has a friendship, a really nice friendship with this young man. It's great. Definitely. He is like has the potential to be super scary, but yeah. uh, is is very sweet throughout this. So you liked it before we go to break I, here? It w I will say it was the most unexpected delight of the festival last year. It was a movie I would not have gone – if I had to choose from all our movies, that would not have been one. Yeah. And I uh, was fortunate enough to be assigned to do a Q&A with the director, so I had to watch it. And oh. I was so glad I did because I was like tearing up 
And uh, yeah, it was it was a wonder. I thought it was a wonderful, sweet movie. I think it was one of my favorites that year. Uh, I thought it was good too. So when we come back from the break, we're going to get more into K. Polly interviewed the director, and so we're going to get some insights from him and uh, some other thoughts on the movie. So stick around. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we are back. Oh, you are so welcome, Milwaukee. Um, K. Paul, you were just saying about how you interviewed the director. What? So this this movie came to the film festival. Was it last year? Yeah, just this last one. It was like the uh, first Q and A I had to do. So it was early in the festival. And first, I should say that whenever I have to do, I like doing introductions to movies. I like interacting with the audience. Yeah. When I have to do a Q and A, I am nervous until it's over. Um, yeah. Actually, I should say I'm nervous until it starts usually because I feel like I'm responsible for everyone in the room's experience. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> really tense. So, and I had not seen this movie, so I sat through it and I really liked it. Um, but the what usually happens, I get really nervous and then the filmmakers, nine times out of ten, are just delightful. They've done this before, so they can kind right. of deal with it. And Andrew Ahn, who's the director... Uh, who did a great movie called Spa Night a few years ago, which is a very different movie than this. Um, he was no exception. Man, he was so charming. He had a lot of great things to say about the film. And after all of it, there's only one thing I remember about our about our, about our Q&A because it sticks out in my head so much. What is that? And it, it wasn't even during – it was after the Q&A. He just told me – he was talking about Brian Dennehy and he said – Brian always complained about his, what he said, quote, his flat Irish ass. <laughs> Brian Denny's like, I've got a flat Irish ass. He said it all the time. And he goes, and it was so true because twice on the set, his pants fell down. <laughs> and I don't know why he said a lot of insightful things about the movie. All I can remember is that Brian Dennehy's pants fell down and that he yeah. complained about his flat ass. That which, is... So He's good. like the most humanizing thing. Uh, this kind of big, scary actor you might imagine being like a real uh, diva after all his years, being this kind of legendary character actor. For sure. But no, he's just talking about his butt. I do recall another thing um, that he said that he has such respect for the young man who played the the kid in the film. Yeah, he's really he was good. great. And Brian yeah. Denny, again, like being this big actor, you think he'd have an ego and he would, do, there was a scene where they're talking back and forth and they had to shoot the scene a few times, a camera pointed at Brian Dennehy and then another time pointed at the kid. So they did Brian Dennehy first. He did a really good performance. Then they shot the kid and um, Brian Dennehy said he was so good. I feel like I need to live up to what he did. So I need to go again. Oh, that's so kind of cool that he was like, oh, he did something different there that I really liked. I should do mine over as he could have gone to his trailer. He could have been done for the day. But he's like, no, I want to do the work to make sure this is really good. It was really insightful. He seemed like a really good, like a committed actor and a, and a good dude. 
let's talk about Brian Dennehy for a second because I think like when you when you mentioned that we should do this movie and you were like, oh, Brian Dennehy is in it, I I didn't like that didn't clock yeah. for me of knowing like who it was, but then like the second that I looked him up, I was like, oh, this right. guy. So uh, can you can you take us on a bit of like a um of a a stroll through some of his uh, through his a acting Dennehy career journey. for maybe those who don't know because oh yeah. yes because you definitely we definitely know yeah, who yeah. he is I mean most famous for being Tommy Boy's dad <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, t- I totally forgot about that for a different generation he was like the sheriff in uh. In the Rambo, in the first Rambo, First Blood, the first Rambo film. So uh, those two are his, his like most pop culture-y uh, uh, touch points. But he's been in, I'm looking right now, he's acted in 183 things. Wow. So many of them, you know, but everything from, that's the fascinating thing. He plays Tommy Boy's dad, but he's also been in film adaptations of Chekhov. Um, yeah, he's been yeah, in yeah. Rambo, but he also starred in a Peter Greenaway film uh, called The Belly of an Architect, which is one of my favorite of Peter Greenaway's films. And Peter Greenaway, if you're not familiar, is this very visual, uh, arty <laughs> um, British director. He did The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Oh, it's that. so good. You would love that movie. But Belly of an Architect is also brilliant. And it's this very symmetrically shot. It's about an architect with these big grand buildings. And I think he's the only American in it. And he's the star of it. But he has a varied career of like TV roles on like cop shows to these art directors to doing Chekhov. But he's most obviously yeah. most visible in those kind of um, kind of poppy roles like Tommy Boy and whatnot. And in this role, he plays. Uh, he you know has a Korean vet hat that he wears, and he like hangs out at the at the VFW right. a lot. Is a, a big part of this, and so he kind of like you know he he kind of like seems like an intimidating guy, but then him and um, and the young yeah. lead in this movie, Lucas Jai, um, have like strike this kind of like really endearing friendship, especially like after they kind of have a part where. So the the mom and then Lucas is what what is he like eleven or twelve years old yeah, in this? Something like he, that, he's yeah. very he's around that age, and they have like a kind of bit where he is like trying to get along with some other other kids that are like around his yeah. age, and it's just like kind of like not working. And then and then somehow like he ends up connecting more with uh, with Brian Dennehy, who is you know like fifty years his right. senior, which is which is a, a pretty sweet and I will say in this film, so I. I teared up a few times and some of it is not because something horribly sad or happened. It's just these delightful, sweet moments. And there was a very kind of silly time for a person to cry. (laughs) What's this? What is that? So Cody goes over um, and is hanging out with the, with Brian Dennehy's character and they're just making Mm -hmm. a peanut butter sandwich. I think he makes, he makes a peanut butter sandwich. They sit at a table eating peanut butter sandwiches and telling stories to each other. And there's one story just about this kid, this kid's telling him about farting. They're talking about farting at some point, <laughs> yeah. but it's this sweet kind of funny little moment in this kind of sad kid, this kid's sad life. He comes over and he's just telling this, 
like 75 year old man, these funny stories, I started tearing up like crazy. And I go, what's happening to me right now? Why is it? Why is this? Yeah. It's just because they're connecting and it has a lot to do yeah. with their performances. And the filmmaker put it in such a good spot in the film to where you just want them to connect. And you can't tell because he's seemed like this intimidating old man. Uh, but he's not, he's a, just a sweet, sweet neighbor. Um, so I just, there's yeah. a few moments in there like this, where it's just about people connecting with each other in an unlikely scenario that you wouldn't think they would. So uh, that, that was like a magical yeah. moment in there. I thought. And now that, uh, that was kind of like the whole movie. And th- I, this, I feel like this movie is a very, is like, is a, a type of movie like, right. Right. When we're like 15 minutes in, it's, it's very slow moving and very patient as a movie. Um, I was wondering if you could give us some suggestions of other movies that are like this. Considering like the subtlety of this movie and I say subtlety, what I just, I don't mean slow and boring. I, that's, I feel like that's going to be interpreted that way. I just mean, it's not like these huge, big performances that are over the top. It's the opposite of that. It's these, if they're good performances, they're entertaining. They're just not, you know, killers. They're not like, yeah. You know what I, you know what I did like about this movie was that it is slow moving, but it's an hour and a half. So it's, so it's like, it is a perfect amount of like, if it was two and a half hours, it would really feel slow, but it never, it, it, it doesn't feel like as slow as it moves because uh, because it is a, a tight night. Yeah, and I feel like you know? slow might even be the wrong word because slow would insinuate that nothing that it like they take long long takes or there's nothing happens. Right, there's plenty that happens. It's just it's small. I think small might be the better word because it's yeah. not like things aren't happening. They do take time to take a moment, but it's not nothing drags. Uh, the characters are developed. It's just nothing. It's not giant moments of action. There's like a, a bully. They yeah. make, he makes friends. There's these things that happen. She has to clean up the house of their sister, who she discovers as a hoarder. There are these. There are a lot of things happen, and they're just not big, which is not yeah, a, yeah. which is good. You need that. But that's and in that same vein, I think the film I'd recommend. In in a way, it would be um, certain women by Kelly Reichardt. Um, okay, it's these three stories. I don't know that about uh, three women in this town: um, Laura Dern, Michelle Williams, Kristen Stewart. Um, and then uh, it's these three stories that are happening to these women in, in this small town, and none of uh, they're not over the top. They're not big, you know. A, a an assassin's not in, uh, after anybody. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. them right. dealing with their lives in different ways. And it is like the king of subtle performances. And the best performance in there is by Lily Gladstone, who ha- is clearly in love with Kristen Stewart's character or like has a crush on her or something. Um, mm-hmm. And she, d- she doesn't really know how to, she just wants to spend time with her. And they're having this conversation in a cafe and you can – it's so interesting because she says so little, but you can see everything she wants or or the, every, every emotion she has you can see on her face. But it's not – it's very small. 
Um, there's a scene where she's driving in a truck away from uh, Kristen Stewart's character that is heartbreaking, and she barely does anything. So I think that yeah. and that's the connection to driveways, I think, is just these subtle performances that affect you in a huge way. Yeah, that's I think that's the takeaway. It's like they do so little and it affects you so much. Um, so I definitely right. would recommend certain women Kelly Riker film. Driveways coming to Sofa Cinema this Friday. What is the give us the, the website, website. mkefilm.org slash sofa cinema. Next week we are gonna be talking about the award-winning films, the Academy Award-winning best pictures of the 1940s. Yeah, see? Uh, Cinebuds, our theme song is performed by Christopher Pollard and Justin Barney, but written by Brett Newski. Our podcast is edited by the one and only DJ Kenny Perez. Only one, only one of them. We had handcrafted sonic inspiration from the licensed lab. Also, thank you to our members. Uh, 89, we're in a membership drive right now. And uh, thank you for everybody who has donated. And if you haven't, given. do it now. Give till it hurts. That's right. And thank you, members, for Milwaukee Film as well. Yes, thank you very much. And we would not be here. Yeah, we, we wouldn't. You would literally, you literally would not be hearing our voices if it were not. For the one, for doctors. the only, firefighters, Christopher Pollard. Oh. Thank you, Christopher. The true hero. The true hero getting us through. Thank you, Christopher. No, I mean, my it's it's 100% my pleasure. All right. We out. Bye, everybody.